Hi everyone, I'm Deputy Editor Lorraine Lawson and welcome to The Buzz from Bank Automation News where we explore how automation and emerging technology is transforming the banking industry. This is our weekly wrap. First, I'd like to say thank you to our sponsor, Leah, for your support. This week, I'm pleased to be joined by Associate Editor Elijah Poindexter. It is February 4th, 2022. Here's the top news stories in automation. Financial institutions are being targeted in new attacks in automated ways, including a new ransomware attack called White Rabbit. White Rabbit was detected in an attack on a U.S. bank in December, although the company that detected this ransomware, Trim Micro, did not have specifics about that individual attack. It knew that this new ransomware is in the testing phase and that it could be connected to Fin8, a financially motivated cyber gang that has previously targeted the retail, hospitality, and entertainment industries. Elijah this week learned that attacks that leverage QR codes are also on the rise. Elijah... How do these attacks work? Yeah, so uh, this story was spurred by a, uh, there was a warning from the FBI, uh, which is pretty big. They cautioned consumers on, you know, the risk of freely scanning QR codes for payments. Uh, this has been facilitated, obviously, by the growth in digital banking and payments uh, as consumers use QR codes to scan pretty much everything, you know, from restaurant bills and public parking uh, to bill payment and real-time money transfers. Uh, and, you know, how it works is that QR codes don't initiate payment directly. Uh, instead, they lead the customer to another site for payment. Uh, and then, you know, fraudsters, they can manipulate existing QR codes or they can create brand new ones from which consumers are led to fraudulent payment terminals. And then from there, the fraudster either collects, simply collects the payment info, uh, accesses your accounts and does what they, you know, they do what they do. Or they can also put malware on your device, which opens up a whole new world of risks. So this is a tricky little fraud trend uh, that can definitely, definitely, uh, leave consumers in the cold, as the FBI has warned. Wow. Um, also this week, we've reported on a number of banking transactions. In fact, if you haven't yet, check out our new Wednesday column devoted to deals between banks and fintechs. And we'd welcome any submissions. But one deal that stood out this week to us, and we reported on it separately, is TD Bank Group's partnership with Databricks. Uh, which they are leveraging for machine learning and data insights. Again, Elijah covered this news. What capabilities does this partnership bring to TD Bank Group? Yeah, so this is a really interesting partnership. Uh, I had a chance to speak with TD Bank, um, and this is going to be leveraged through TD's Microsoft Azure Data Estate. Uh, this is going to bring enhanced data science and engineering capabilities to the bank, along with machine learning uh, and interactive notebooks for building out analytical models. So. It, 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 it's great for unlocking these sort of vast sets of banking and financial data that a banking giant like TD has access to. Uh, and now this move is part of a larger shift. Uh, TD is looking to migrate their big data from on-premises to the cloud. Uh, as of writing and as of uh, speaking with TD Bank, uh, TD had migrated a third of its big data to the cloud, uh, but this process is going to continue over the next year. And the end goal is a you know comprehensive data platform with an analytics engine, uh, and an API-enabled build. Uh, and this comes on the heels of the bank's announcement that it's going to hire 2,000 new tech roles to help support the shift. Uh, so again, really, really exciting stuff. That's interesting about the tech roles. You know, that's tech talent right now. Banks are competing with fintechs and other banks and technology companies for mm -hmm. uh, technical talent. So it'll be interesting to learn more about how they build that out. In related news, we did have a five questions interview with TD Bank's new CIO. TD Bank is under the TD Bank Group, 
But uh, Judy Dinn was previously TD Bank Group's chief architecture, but now she is TD Bank's CIO. So be sure to check out that interview on Bank Automation News this week. We also reported on news that Aperture merged its Aperture Express and Aperture Open into one platform. So all banking customers have access to that full platform starting immediately. Now, Aperture is the newcomer in the digital banking space. It was founded in 2017 in Wilmington, North Carolina, and it has 310 employees. Now, to give you a comparison, it's competing against much larger companies, such as Backbase, NCR, and MX. Um, although what Aperture has done is target banks and credit unions in the $500 million to $10 billion in assets range. The ATA Noverica Group ranked them as a vendor to watch along with Alchema, or Alchemy. Uh, but uh, it noted that Aperture along with Backbase had the highest scores in client service and had strong customer advisory boards and high-performing client support. It also noticed, though, Elijah, that uh, Aperture is in a race to build out features and functionalities such as peer-to-peer functionality uh, that more established competitors already have launched. So it'll be interesting to see if this moves the competitive needle somewhat for them in 2022. Another thing that I found interesting, because I love all things data, uh, about the new update is they introduced a new data intelligence tool or analytics tool that allows financial institutions to connect siloed data from across applications and data services, including third parties, into a common data layer. Um, this may help address a pain point for banks. I've frequently heard banks are drowning in data but struggle to derive insights to it. Well, this certainly ties back, Lorraine, to the TD Bank, uh, TD Bank Group and the Databricks announcement from, you know, that I wrote that story on earlier this week in that there are just these vast streams of deep and insightful banking data and financial data that banks, be it large banks, small banks, or in the middle, have access to. Uh, but of course, some of them may struggle with that sort of digital innovation required to unlock that data and to kind of explore it and draw the correct insights from it and then apply it to both back end and front end processes. Uh, but vendors like Aperture are more than happy to provide. Uh, so I think it's really, really exciting because at the end of the day, um, this banking stuff, you know, the digital banking stuff, it, it's built on data. And I think it's super important that banks like TD, TD Bank Group, or banks that Aperture works with uh, have the ability uh, to continue to innovate on that side of things. You know, to be able to continue to innovate, to be able to draw insights out of these big streams of, of data and create something meaningful out of it for their customers. Yeah, absolutely. Elijah, what are you investigating for next week? Well, next week on Monday, I have a really exciting podcast going up. Uh, I had a chance to speak with Tony Lorenzen uh, from Nuance. They do conversational AI, chatbots, that type of stuff. Uh, and we had a great, great long conversation on sort of how FinServs, financial institutions, and banking call centers uh, can leverage new forms of conversational AI to kind of help uh, you know, unlock data and to help their con- uh, consumers get a better overall uh, customer experience. And uh, one of the key things we talked about was sort of bridging that, you know, I want to talk to a human gap. So it was very interesting to speak about that. uh, And I cannot wait to get that podcast cut up and uh, hopefully everybody can take a listen to it. Yeah, I I did a a podcast or I talked to a Forrester analyst a while back and that was my chief question for him was how do you get out of the chatbots if it's not helping you? And he said, he told me that a lot of times uh, they build in sort of sentiment analysis or they, you can simply say talk to a human, uh, which was a much simpler answer than I anticipated. 
Um, thank you so much for joining us for the weekly wrap on the buzz. Don't forget to attend our Bank Automation Summit, which is March 1st through 2nd in Charlotte, North Carolina. You can learn more about the Bank Automation Summit at bankautomationsummit.com. For more podcast content, check out bankautomationnews.com and search the buzz from Bank Automation News on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs>